Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Microphone check, one, two, what is this? The JBP boys are no longer in business. But we are back in the cast. Welcome to episode 89 of the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or on Twitter at Papa O Minnow. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Gabe Epar. Gabe, how you doing? I keep saying I'm going to drop my handles, but I, I just, I can't do it, man. It just, it doesn't feel right. I feel like a YouTuber if I do that. So maybe next week. Um, I'm doing good. The season allergies are getting to me right now. So if I struggle to breathe and I make safe sounds, it's not my fault. Um, but besides that, I'm good. And the weather's amazing here. I'm almost done work. So yeah, such is life. Your handles are trash anyway. So I don't think anyone oh, cares about yeah. it. Actually... Your one on Twitter makes sense because it's your name. The other two, I don't know where J24 and Jackson came from, but... I don't want to use my real name for, like, work to find me and stuff, and that's my grandpa's last name, like, on my grandparents' side. Are you there still? Yeah, I'm still here, man. Uh, I had to put AirPods in. Uh, So that's why I just didn't want to be searched online to be found by work. Yeah, you're you're 33 now. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm not... when you're younger. What do you mean? No, it's even more when you're older in the professional life. Okay, like Instagram, you can't help yourself though. Like sometimes you want to say some wild shit a little bit. You know what I mean? So I'm just trying to not be, not be. It's still because it's so relatable. Like it's my family last name. I just don't happen to not have it. Um, like it was my grandpa that raised me, and that is just that never changed the last name. So I figured it's a, it's a nice way. Like most of my family's a Jackson, not Eppard. So. That's why. So before you disgrace my family name, watch him out. Um, but what do you mean? No, come on. Like, would you be comfortable with your work finding some of your posts on Pop's culture? Yeah, I don't care. What I do you mean? Some of crazy on my shit. The only, yeah, the only okay. thing, like which one? The media page or the other? The one? media page. 
No, I don't care. The media page isn't. I mean, the media page is a little bit crazier, but it's a media page. It's just a whole bunch of memes. I, yeah, but there's some stuffy people out there. I'm just saying, the risk the small chance. Like, I agree with you, and it's changing completely. But, like, even the small chance of one employee, like, you know, I just don't want to deal with it. I mean, it's the landscape is changing. But, but you don't you post anything on Instagram, though. Other I mean, I post a, once a while here, like, here and there, and I don't even think they they don't look at stories. They don't even catch that shit. Okay, you have to be on your report. account to look at it. So, I mean, I got to open one, and even even just some of my captions are a little wild. Um, yeah, so I don't think better, they care about that though. <laughs> better safe than sorry, man. I've, I've reduced my IG work stuff a lot lately, but back in the day, um, whatever, man. I'm the one helping keep your fucking content and activity alive in there when i'm i'm always commenting you're like one percent of the commenters i am 10 percent to 15 so will, yeah uh, you do you do comment quite a bit so i'll say that but <laughs> yeah. you're not activity. keeping it alive my mom doesn't understand meme pages and she's like she, doesn't yeah, like she definitely to doesn't <laughs> and she's like she's like pop-up posts so much like you only post like once a month gabe wise yeah i was like well he's, that's like a meme page she's like i just you just see the like blank stare in her face it means nothing to her so she just thinks like you love instagram so much which if, i mean you do if anything it's the complete opposite i do not i actually wish i wasn't on instagram that much i would prefer it um but i mean you gotta do what you gotta do to get friggin' followers and to build something so at this point i'm doing it but if I could get away with not doing it, I 100% wouldn't do it. So I um, know. I, I, I agree. I'm on like very exhausting. I run so many socials now for work and that, and just being on your phone, always having notifications and that stuff is just, oh, it's, it should be illegal. It just brain, like drains the brain. It's so much. And then people just think like all the time, they'll always be like, you're always on your phone and stuff. I'm literally looking at work right now, like the notifications and stuff I post. It's literally my job. And I hate having that conversation with people because they're just like, you're always on your phone. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. You have to make a living. Are you talking about your friends like when you go out or something like that? Or are you speaking yeah, about your co-workers? <laughs> no, no, I'm like, I work at from home mainly. Um, no, just like people want to write like you on your phone? Uh, it's my job. What do you mean? <laughs> Boss, you told me to post this. No, but like midday, you go out. People are like, it's a nice day at one o'clock. I still got to have an idea in case someone posts some like wild shit or something i need to check them and then people are like why are you on your phone this is how i make a living right so, yeah no that, that's the that's the annoying part is when you have to put your business in front of like whatever fun you're having at that time and you have you're on call pretty much 24 7 so it's 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 definitely something that's invasive towards your life but yeah the social media but then nine to five people don't really understand that and it's kind of annoying too. they're like why are you doing it on the weekend like people are still posting shit on the weekend like i i have to do it i'm sorry but that's such, that's that's for another time you know you know so i'm gonna get freaked out it is what it is like i said earlier in the podcast this is episode 89 uh thank you guys for listening if you could do us a huge favor be sure to subscribe rate review on all major streaming platforms wherever you happen to be listening to this itunes spotify soundcloud google play stitcher or Amazon Music. We're going to start today off with, well, I did want to kind of mention something that I saw on the weekend because it was Mother's Day, and I wanted to ask you, do you <laughs> and since we're talking about social media, this is actually perfect, do you ever post anything new? You recycle some of the most old content 24-7 what do you mean? I've ever seen in my life. You posted, you, said- you posted for Mother's Day a really old picture. You used the same picture Jeez. of you. 
your dad and your mom standing outside on the lawn in that suit. I've seen that photo from you. I've known you for three years. I've at least seen that photo 10 times that you posted it. Yeah, but it's a joke within my family, okay? Because my mom hates photos. And then that post along with what it went with something. But I always post it because my mom, because of my mom, like a joke with my mom. Everyone's giving me shit. Like, what? Like, it's between me and my mother. So why don't you guys mind your business? All right. She likes it. She appreciates it. It's a nice little reminder of um, uh, a thing that I did for her. And so that's why I use that photo specifically. Plus, she hates photos. So she never takes them. Like, growing up, she'd always make me, she'd always, like, step outside of the photos and that. And every photo that I have of her is me, like, sneaking up on her to, like, insist that she does it everyone's giving me shit i'm like well you want me to tell my mom to be fucking less photo conscious like what do you want to have a sit down talk and get serious with my mom here like this is what i'm dealing with so yes why. do that actually yes <laughs> take, a, take one new photo like it doesn't I have know. to be something where you guys do it every single i mean time i know okay. but take one like once a year could be valuable especially for how much you post so i i i uh, i post videos of us sometimes like, yeah I post and it's always it's always that same video of you guys Eating at the restaurant. I think I've seen no, that video eating. like three or four the ones, times. The dancing or, or you like you're dancing. Yeah, sorry, you're dancing. My bad. Not eating. There's like dancing. four of them that I've posted. I've seen one of them at least three or when four you get times. A, yeah, I've used, I've used some time. of them lately, okay? You know what I mean? I got I got new viewers, though. New ladies that have never seen it. Oh, man. Oh, it's so cute. You and your mom are so close. I know, baby. I'm just sort of like, <laughs> what, what can I say? I just I love my mom so much. I'm a healthy mama's boy. It's okay. Oh, that's so adorable. See, it works. You sound like a dude who still sucks on his mom's <laughs> breast. <laughs> Hello, I take out of the bottle. <laughs> Come on. What is that? What is that all? That's oh, what you man. had for today? The fucking read me out or what's what's the actual thing? You just wrote no, down. That was mind- just something that was just something I wrote down to remind you to remind me to tell you about something. because I, I noticed fucking- it. I'm like, yo, is this guy ever gonna post something new? Like even the pictures that we took for the podcast, I'm pretty sure you used that dancing clip at least like 20 <laughs> different times on some shit. So it just Oh yeah, I cut it up so like, many hey. times. Like, it's a year and a half. We're in a pandemic. Are you expecting me to get new content? Right? Like I, I mean, let me bring it up to that. game. You I live mean, with your mom. Just take a nice new photo. That's all I'm saying, bro. I see my and mom post, and it. post it. And post it on Mother's mother. Day. No, go finish. I, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Where we're really going to start is, I don't know if you've seen this trend online. Um, it's been popping up on Twitter pretty recently. A lot of new rappers are doing this thing where they take old classics, like old R&B classics or old songs. One of them that I posted was the Vanessa Carlton one, that song that everyone knows, Walk a Thousand Miles. Yeah. Uh, and it got remixed by Spinna Benz and his group. And there's another artist who actually did it with Mariah Carey, Shake It Off. His name is YTK, and he did a remix, and he called his Let It Off. So he does a rap oh. on, Shakira's, or sorry, on Mariah Carey's song about him blowing people's brains out with guns and shit, and he's going to let off his gun, but it's on a remix of Mariah Carey's Shake It Off. Apparently, word has spread, and Mariah Carey did, in fact, hear the song. I don't know how they're going to get away with this. Like, I don't think they can publicly post this on, like, Apple Music or Spotify because it is a direct rip of her beat. Like, there's no change to the instrumental. Isn't isn't the Vanessa Carlton one like that too? And that's on. No, no, that's uh, a, that one. That one is on, but you could tell that they flipped it a bit. There's like eight away, there's drums. There's a different beat pattern going on there. Like the main, obviously, the main melody is from her song, 
But outside yeah. of that, it's definitely different than what the song that she put out. It just has that same melody going through it. This one is pretty much like there's nothing changed. Like I don't hear yeah. any difference between the two songs. Uh, but I do like this trend though. I like this trend of yeah. gangbang on like very chill and classical R&B or pop songs that we've heard in the early 2000s. Um, I, I hope it's a trend that continues to grow because it's very nostalgic, but at the same time too, super relevant to today's sound and music and it just bangs like i can't wait for when we're back outside and we can hear some of these songs in the club and shit so yeah no i agree I i've always liked that trend when they like one of my favorite songs was the Wiz. uh when Wiz went over uh what's that song uh, the thrill you know that song no classic uh, no. i don't remember empire of the, of the sun it's one of those white pop so songs and it was like one of his biggest songs can you hear this i cannot hear that but i'm gonna uh, put it on my, i'm gonna play it on my own computer right now and see what it sounds like empire of the sun anyways i've always liked it when they did that he did one over the blue i am blue. oh yeah, I, yeah, I, know this, song I know this song i know this thrill yeah song. Would, that was a, that was a huge for Wiz blowing up that one uh it was one of his off the um, um album or whatever um yeah so i'm a big fan of it too there's some rappers that were blowing up just basically doing that like obviously we're only hearing of some of these musicians because of that and there's a couple other dudes who are doing um kind of something similar so i'm a big i've always been a fan of that trend and i kind of always love because I, I love some of those songs too um and then to hear like your rappers go over top of them i've always been a fan of it too so uh, I'm good with it. I hope it keeps going. Yeah, that's where I really other... enjoy it too. It's like the best of both worlds. You're getting something nostalgic that you already love, but at the same time too, it's on a dope song where you know that these guys who, I mean, allegedly, but you know that they've probably done some gang shit because uh, these kids are crazy out here these days. So to hear that real rap on like a classic old song that you already love is just a chef's kiss, like absolutely beautiful combination of songs. And it's, and it's unique. It's different. It's a different sound than what we're, currently getting in the main space that we'd like we've happened to see going forward so like i said i'm all for more rappers doing this and blowing up off their songs that who i smoke track by spin of bands like I, I still play that in my rotation apparently super dope. Appa apparently that one was they also were going off on people too like i don't know the florida rap scene or wherever they're from uh, it's one of the southern places like i don't know what the scene's actually like but everyone's saying like those were like some actual like intense yeah. kisses to people and like well they named all gonna... the guys that they yeah. that they basically shot or killed I guess I don't know I, I can't confirm I can't confirm that they killed them but those are literally dudes that they've definitely shot at at least and so. people are going to die from this <laughs> like there's going to be retribution too so that's always makes the music even better <laughs> when there's blood on it which is crazy to say but that's the world it's that bad, we though. currently lived in. Free take Sorry. <laughs> Free take um, Yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of it too. And there's like rappers who are coming up now just over like even kind of poppy rap beats and that. And they're just doing like the West Coast style or whatever, switching, going over like 06 and stuff songs too that are a bit like softer and popper. And those are pretty fire too. So I'm all for it. Yeah. I guess I should get into my vaccine take now as well too because I've been oh, holding God. on to this for fucking weeks now. But for whatever reason, well, I mean... Two of the episodes, I think it was a guest on. I just couldn't really throw that out there with the guest on the episode. But uh, I don't know. I just, for me, like, you know, with the vaccines and stuff, I just think it's lame that people post it online. It just looks lame. Some of the videos I've seen, like, I don't mind if someone just posts, like, hey, I got vax, whatever. 
it still kind of irks me to an extent, but it's not like the end of the world. Like I'm not fitting a rage over it, but some of the ones that I've seen Pretty where close. people are like making songs and like the girl who did, I don't know if you saw this clip, but the girl was like, this girl is on fire. Like that uh, shit, that's like very cringe. And then people getting like dressed up to go to their appointments is also cringe to me as well. Like my reasoning behind it is that I feel like a lot of liberals online are just solely doing it for the fact that, you know, the right wing who has been associated with Trump for so long and that whole mega culture and anti-vax, they're all in that whole smorgasbord of the same kind of mindset. So I feel like liberals online are being like, hey, well, like I'm getting vax and like, it's a cool thing to do to make just it obnoxious. Yeah, just to be obnoxious to the other side. And granted, like, I know the other side is definitely crazy for sure. But to me, both sides, like the extremes of both sides are, are both cringe. I don't they're like, not the same. It's cringe. I don't like sure. the, I don't like the, yeah, they're both cringe. They're not the same, but yeah. they're both cringe. Yeah. Oh, I don't like for the extremes sure. of either. Um, I think I intense like, liberals are way more cringe, actually. They're not nearly yeah. damaging, but I think they're more cringe. Like, exactly. fuck off. And that's and that's uh, where that's what I'm coming from from this whole lame thing. Like I don't, I don't like people posting. Like they feel like they're the saviors by getting vaxxed. It's a vax, bro. Like you don't see me posting my STI tests online. <laughs> hey guys, it came back clean on all these fronts. Like let's get to fucking and shit, right? So I mean, I definitely did that back in the day. So <laughs> <laughs> that's why I had a different name on my IGN. When we when we didn't know what Instagram was gonna be, I remember I remember posting like a pee bottle in it and be like clean and i was like oh no so that's why yeah. i have the j there but uh <laughs> no i have the j there that's the yeah, one that's thing what, that saves me yeah no one will find me that way <laughs> um but no i agree with you it's so fucking I, i'm like super super like it was cool i saw like obama and like shaq and all them they did a talk like they got on and just like normally talk about like being informative and all that stuff like i'm cool with or be like posting be like here's a picture of me doing it and then facts and statements and stuff but that cringe like yeah dressing up for it and all your four friends doing it and trying to like think like you're rubbing it in the face and stuff like it's it's pretty it's pretty cringy and honestly i think they're not nearly as damaging don't get me wrong but i hate intense liberals worse than conservatives like morally i don't think they're as shitty or as stupid but like cringy and annoying and unbearable easily um, and they're just becoming more and more unbearable and they can't see themselves in the mirror. Like you're really not that much better. Um, you're not as stupid, but you're worse of a person. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's my stance on it too. And I mean, at least like, I yeah, liberals just hide behind so much bullshit and stuff too. And like their high and mightiness of it all too. It's obviously just trying to pump their own tires and make them feel better as well. Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's, it's super, super cringe. Like state facts, State why you did it, state why people should do it, like be educational and stuff, like yeah, dressing it up and going as like the fucking Marvel superheroes and stuff. Like sit the fuck down, <laughs> yeah, Bill. Exactly. Like, like sit your way, like you know, and they first like the first ones in the nice areas too, getting their backs and like the worst is being like, we need to we need to talk about the black community and like they need to get vaccines and stuff. Like, like fuck the fuck off. Like I, yeah, I just this whole vaccine thing definitely I didn't think I'd feel this way. Don't get me like I'm as pro vaccine as it comes. But with like, ah, it's so obnoxious, man. Some of these people, um, yeah. And like the whole like dressing together and that, just like sit the fuck down, just go get your shot and go home. Like, I hope you get the chills and I hope you get the flu. <laughs> like I won't even be mad if you die. If there's one, you know what? There's one in 100,000 people that get those, 
like brain aneurysms or whatever blood clots. I hope it's like, you know, I hope it's like Stephanie or Karen who's like (laughs) going over the top. I hope it's you like that gets it. So yeah, it's it's definitely, I didn't even realize how annoyed it was until we started talking about it today. That was was actually just- Honestly, well, because like you said, we were talking about how I post for for my meme page. So like I'm I'm constantly looking for to find or whatever. And just the amount of times that I've seen those types of posts, I'm just like, man, like, shut up. Like, we don't care. Like, move on with your life. You're not a hero for getting the vaccine, bro. Like, everyone's eventually going to get it. Or for the most part, most people are going to get it and be fine. Like, it's not, you're not all of a sudden, like, slaying Trump by getting this vaccine. So it's like, sit your ass down. Just, like, get your shot and then come home and, and like, live a regular life again. It, it falls in the yeah. same category for the people who got excited about Joe Biden being president like shut up like, that's even worse though like, like at least the vaccine does something <laughs> joe biden does nothing like uh, getting honestly i i uh we're not gonna get into it was, yeah that was the worst i don't want to stick on that part but <laughs> nothing in the was- world is worse than that we're not gonna get into it but if i'm gonna get into it like oh my god it's nothing i was like oh yeah okay continue but, but yeah that's that worse blew, actually that's that worse. blew my mind that yeah people were actually legit excited to have him as their president um, oh man. man i feel like this whole first half of the episode is just straight up hate because i still have something else i want to discuss as well too um i'm, I'm completely okay with that so <laughs> that's <laughs> Jackham for mother's day since we're since we were talking about mother's day we're you gonna hate on a nigga buying his no, mom's house can you, like can you what? tell like let me get the, let me get the point off i hate mothers for sure <laughs> no i love my mom shout out to my mom so pascal siakam he buys his mom a house for mother's day lovely no one's got any qualms. There's nothing to be upset about. That's a beautiful thing to do for your mother, especially for someone to take care of you and, you know, help you get to the basketball level. And, and his dad's dead, too. And, then, so. and yes, his dad has passed away. So uh, I'm sure his mother means that, yeah, means that much more to him um, as the only parent there. So my, my only issue from this doesn't come from him or anything that he's done. It just comes from the reactionary side to what people have said online. I just see so many people say that, oh, haters are at home. Like, how could you hate on Pascal Siakam for doing this? The haters are at home, salty, living in their mom's basement, just typing away. And this, this is where my hate comes in, is the fact that I don't, like, I don't like when people say that haters are at home in their mom's basement. It just kind of takes all culpability away from people who are genuinely, like, doing hateful shit online. But they're normal people. So it's like you're already... You're already bottling people in a certain image, so you think that they're that type of person, but it could be anyone. And haters online could be anyone. It could be your boss. It could be the people you work with. It could be your friends that you don't even know about who just have a different personality online. It could be tons of those people. You know who does that? Does what? Who does, who um, labels haters as like basement dwellers. Old people, boomers, but liberals, liberals do okay, it. That too, yeah. it's, it's the same with like Trump. They think like no Trumpers are rich or conservatives either. Like they have this idea that makes them feel so much better. But like it's the same with people like, oh, they're racist. And it's like they're in their mom's basement. It's like, no, these are humans. These are your bosses. Like Kevin Durant has a hating like burner account and stuff. Like that's why like they, they just want to feel superior and they, they, they can't deal with the world in non-black and white ways. So they're like, yeah, all the like haters and racists and stuff are, are basement dwellers. It's like, no, they're normal people logging on their computers and saying awful things. Exactly. And I'm glad you touched on racism because that's my next point where I was going. I was like, it's the same exact thing with racism. People think that racism is just strictly being 
bigoted out loud or being violent towards a certain race and like you're doing it publicly and you're making a facade out or sorry making a spectacle out of it or making it a grand scheme but we know that racism comes in many different forms you could be biased uh without even knowing it you could just be slightly biased you could have slight toward the people you could be uh saying certain things that you don't even know are necessarily racist to someone else it doesn't it, it could be system it could be systemic as well too like yeah. it doesn't have to be overt overt racism does not mean that you're not a racist you can be racist in other ways so when people are like oh yeah it's all the it's like these white people that are racist it's like no other people, other white people can be racist. They just don't necessarily the liberals. what they're doing. Exactly. So Liberal racism is the worst. Exactly. So it's not just limited to basement dwellers as haters and shit like that. That's why, that's why I hate that whole idea that it's some fat dude who lives in his mom's basement and is typing. It's like, bro, I bet you someone in your building is probably, who lives a, in the penthouse, is probably a hater online or some shit like that. Oh, for so. sure. Some people just like find it. Even the, um, they found like what? I think it was. 10,000 different cops across America it was in the thousands who were their like registered accounts to like parlor and like racist websites, like police officers, over thousands of them in this account. And then they go to their work and do their like slight racism that they have. Go on a Fox News commenting section too. And it's all these normal people with like full on, you can go see their Facebook page. It's like this person runs a company and shit like that. Like, people have gone, yeah, people go full mask off. And like, there's, oh, there's so much racism in the medical field and stuff too. Um, the kind you were talking about that's just like kind of like mask on. So you don't really notice it in that as well. So yeah, I've always, I've always had this argument and it belittles to what people are complaining about and all that. Like when you say it's just these powerless basement dwellers in that, then it belittles like what minorities and women and stuff experience because it's like, no, these same people are my bosses are like people I have to cross on the street and talk to and interact with. And then by you labeling them as like losers who can't socially do anything, you 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 like take the power away that they actually do hold in that. So I've always hated, hated that argument. And anytime I hear it, like I get sometimes what people are trying to do because they want to live in this perfect world, but that's not the reality of it. And I've always like, I've always checked and like, nah, that's not the case. These are real people with like real lives. Yeah, their attempt is to shame them, but it, in fact, it just makes it worse because then you're taking, all, like you said, you're taking all culpability away from the people who are really doing it and who do actually have power in those circles. Um, and I guess my, my last point is basically about like the actual word hate. Um, like I feel like we've got to a point where any kind of criticism is already viewed as hate. Like people, <laughs> people not liking Pascal Siakam, like if you're doing it on a personal level and you're shitting on him personally, that's completely off bounds and like off the radar and out of pocket. But if you have an issue with how he plays on the court and you criticize him, how he plays on the court, that doesn't make you a hater. Like I can change, I can like uh, separate the two. They're not mutually yeah. the same. But a lot of people can't. And, and that's the thing that annoys me most of the internet is like a lot of people can't. So they think that, oh, any negative criticism automatically makes you a hater. Like people, according to people, I hate LeBron James. And I don't hate the dude as a person. He's a great human being. I think he does a lot for the community. Obviously, he's made the superstar uh, that much more relevant in today's game and stuff like that. But on the court, I just don't like him as the basketball player that he is. I think for you still know he's one of the greatest ever. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, I'll obviously put him in one of the greatest basketball players to ever touch a basketball on the face of this earth. I can definitely admit that. But on that's the where, that's where I don't like just the antics that he's taking. He's a dude who weighs. 260 full of muscle but he still flops like I don't like that about his game he's also a dude who you know yes he did struggle in Cleveland and he deserved to be to have a better team around him but 
He went in his prime and joined up with two other superstars to end up winning a championship and started this whole like big three thing in the modern era. So I, I don't like him for those reasons, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I hate the dude as a person. Like I'm not going to kill LeBron if I have the chance. That's always differentiated for me is like the way you, if you, if you live in reality, like you can, if you hate LeBron, you're like, yeah, he's still top three. Okay, fine. But if you're like, oh, he's maybe top 15 of that, you're a hater. Like, you know what I mean? There's some things that are just like, aren't like subject subjective and that too. So that's how I kind of label people if they're haters or not, like not being realistic. And yeah, that, I, like, I people, that. like people like some of the Curry haters are insane being like, you, you know what? Like if the game was different, like Steve Kerr, Ray Allen would be like a better shooter and stuff. It's like, okay, you live in a different world here. Uh, but then being like, just, yeah, that's how I organize if people are haters or not. And I get that sometimes too, but then it, also hard for me like you go on twitter and some of the comments are just so fucking wild um that like it's just it's nuts like especially the discussions between curry and lebron and that but no i agree with you like you can't just sweep up everyone as being a full-on hater if they have legit criticism and that but i think people just get if you hear a lot like some of the pascal ones are like when he's playing bad are so ridiculous like he should be out of the league and stuff and then you just get caught up in it and you get like overly defensive and you're like, someone's like, well, he's just not good this year. And you're like, mm, you're going to die, you hater. And it's like, well, like, I'm being reasonable. I'm making a good assessment. Um, so yeah, that's why it's kind of hard. But I, I agree with you. Like, you can't just dismiss some, someone. But, like, all the voices kind of get mangled up and, like, lost with each other, like, on a Twitter, like, comment section and stuff, too. So it's kind of hard to, like, differentiate between people being reasonable and not. And you can't really have a full-on discussion of why. I think that's what Twitter makes hard. Like, you have 100 like whatever characters explain why this person isn't the best in the world ever or whatever versus well, two, like, 280 now but yeah okay you know what i mean versus like you can just make lebron trash <laughs> like you know <laughs> so that's just why like twitter for me is like that and that's why i think twitter has the most haters because it's so short and people are just so wild and coming up hot but yeah i, I get it i get it i i agree some of them, some of them for sure are just in there to rile you up. Uh, but before we move on, like the two that I personally don't like, because you brought up Steph Curry, is the fact that Steph Curry hasn't won uh, MVP, finals MVP, which is so ridiculous because he should have won in the first one. He should have won but, the first one. Yeah, but the media just kind of fucked him over on that one. So he didn't end up getting that one. But, you mm. know, it, it's stupid. It's such a dumb argument. He's definitely what, one what? of the greatest point guards to play the game as well, too. So I, This season's been really good for him, too, like for haters and stuff, too. That he's been like going off. Um, what do you think? So I heard this yesterday. I want to quickly, which actually like made me think, and it's kind of true. So someone said, if you watch to play, if you watch to see Golden State win and you're a fan of them, you think Stephen Curry is the best player on Golden State. But if you watch to see them lose, you think Kevin Durant was the best player. I could agree with that because it was easy for them to hate on Kevin Durant for joining up for that team. So they definitely did want him to lose but at the same time too they could recognize that like, like i would they, rather they would hop on that wave and be like yeah kevin durant was the best player on that team Just i like shit on them. If, yeah yeah but like <laughs> i i think but i'm a huge curry fan like i'd way rather have curry than durant um so and then I, I, like i'm a golden state fan too so i was like oh but then lots of, i i think that is pretty accurate though it was a good way to put it and I was stuck on that. I wanted to get your uh, perception of it. And I hate Durant. <laughs> but, like, I know he's probably, like, the greatest pure scorer ever. But I still hate him. And I think he's, like, ruined his career. Like, he was getting close to being able to take LeBron ever. And he'll never now go um, 
Like you can't put him in the same category as LeBron because of choices he made and some of his. You injuries. think if he gets, you think if he gets six, you can't beat LeBron? I don't think he'll get six, and I don't think he can get six without like Brooklyn and Harden and Kyrie staying there forever. Okay, what if he gets one more than LeBron? Like, well, let's say for purpose' sake, LeBron finishes with four. He doesn't get a ring ever again. And no, because I don't. Durant gets five, and in all no. five, he wins Finals MVP. It puts up the ridiculous stats that he's always got. Uh, okay, think, well, if I he did, all, be I don't think he's gonna. Pass. I don't think he's gonna do all that though. Like, I think maybe if he like really plays out his mind and Harden and Kyrie don't pull MVP Finals MVP out of that. I don't even know then though. Like, I still don't. I think majority of people would still put LeBron above him with that Golden State win and everything. Like. I still, I still, and like even his finals MVPs, no one respected. Like LeBron has maybe the greatest finals MVP ever. And Kyrie and Durant are like pretty questionable um, too. So like he didn't really have any responsibilities on that team. And he really wouldn't in terms of facilitating and tons of other things on, on Brooklyn. So, I mean, if he did that, there'd be way more of an argument. I don't, I don't see that happening. Fair enough. I think that favor, like history would just favor him well, and the same the same thing with the media. Like they would it'd be different they would eventually have to prop him up to be like hey, 15, tw- like 15, 10, 15 years later, probably that you see the the narrative change. But I right know, after, I don't, I don't even think it'd be that quick. I everyone think who grew be, up with Durant hates him though. Like the hate for Durant three years for for that to change. Uh, maybe, 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 but we'll we'll see. Definitely, I don't think Durant has that personality to make people love him or anything he keep constantly gets caught in bullshit and stuff too so i just if that happened perhaps but i don't see it ever happen his twitter has literally been pretty popping though like but a lot of people are respecting his twitter game because of how he clapped back at certain people now yeah before, but it's also insane before he too. was before he was a joke because of the fact they did burner but now he's kind of flipped it to the point where and that's what i mean like that's why i think in two to three years people are going to switch their mind on it because the internet's so fickle like literally Three years ago, we were clowning him on the fact that he's a burner. And now the way that he clapped back at a lot of these celebrities and people online, people are starting to, like, love the Kevin Durant. He, but, you, oh. but you have to realize it's a role. He's going to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing again. It's just in his nature, in his personality. He doesn't really get it socially. So I think, like, I agree with you. But then that same type of person always, when you're that outspoken, eventually people turn on you again. So he's going to say the wrong thing. People are going to turn on or he's going to do something wrong again. He's going to get caught with another burner, which I think he almost has a couple of times. So I'm just saying, I agree with you right now. It's okay. But he also has more tweets than he does in the last 10 years. He has more tweets than he does points, which yeah, is insane um, um, as well. So I just, and Durant is always going to be that personality. Even when he wins people over, he's going to lose them later again too. So that's my perspective. Fair enough. All right, let's move on to Nicki Minaj because she ended up announcing that she's dropping something on Friday. We don't know. I'm assuming this is definitely not an album because she has not been in the game for so long. So there's no way that this is going to be an album. Um, but it's definitely going to be a song or something with clothing because she did post up these really good pictures that quote unquote broke the internet. Like I wouldn't personally say that it broke the internet, but definitely gained a lot of traction. Apparently, you know, the barbs are crazy. They ended up figuring out that she also followed Brianna back. Apparently they'd unfold each other for some reason. I can't remember what beef they happen to have in the past, but they were not following each other. And now the barbers have figured out that they are. So that's what I'm saying. I think it's a song. Maybe Rihanna's on the song, or she was just using that for promo for the song, or they have some kind of external collaboration that doesn't have to do with music whatsoever. But personally, I'm hoping it is music because funny enough, before she even announced this, 
I was chilling last weekend just on my couch because, you know, there's nothing else to do on a fucking mm-hmm. quarantine day. And I was yeah. going back to some of Nikki's songs and I was realizing, damn, Nikki put up some incredible verses throughout her career. Um, and she deserves her props for the music that she's been able to put out. Like, excuse me. Her song that she has with Future, uh, her verse on that is absolutely insane. I'll pull up the song in just a sec. I can't remember the name off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, but she's always um, gone in on verses. Like, she might have yeah, had the but, best one on Kanye's album. Like, yeah, and that, and that's the one that a lot of people prop her up to have. But I think even past that, though, like past the monster verse, because obviously that's the one everyone, like I said, puts up as the number one verse that she's ever done in her career. I actually think she's done a better verse than that. Better one. ones, yeah, I agree. Her, her verse on "Poke It Up" with Playboy Cardi off of Die Lit is one of the best. Like one, it's the best verse on that album. But it's one of the best verses I've heard that year as well, too. So I think Cardi definitely has, um, just like J. Cole, she has a run of features where she's done, we're sorry, where Nikki's done really well on those. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, personally, I'd put her dial it, poke it out, verse as her best one. I think I have that above Monster. It's going to be really interesting to see what she does for this album because I haven't really been a big fan of Nikki's albums. Her first one I listened to and I was super into, but past that, I haven't really checked out the other ones. It's always just been like either her features or if a song is, is popping off of one of those albums, I'll check it out. But yeah, I'm, I'm real interested to see what she does here because like I said, she's delivered on all fronts in terms of her career. She doesn't really have much else to prove. So it's going to be interesting to see what she pulls out if this is a song coming out on Friday. I, uh, I, I mean, I don't, I like Nikki when she goes in like, most of her get her verses and like features too are kind of like on poppy songs in that too. But when she does go on on like rappers and she has that like aggressive cadence that she used to always do with the Barbie kind of thing as well. Like I'm a big fan of that, but I'm not trying to listen to a whole album of hers because she's always reaching for like a hit and that. And I don't like it when she does that. But I definitely do appreciate and listen to her verses when she goes on like a rapper's album or that. Like so like her and Rihanna, I would just assume it's too poppy for me. Um, so I wouldn't check it out. But if, what if it's, it was what like if it's her, not with Rihanna though? What if it's just her? Yeah, if it's like her, what if it's just her? Then probably not even them. But if it's a feature on, like, say, like her and ASAP or someone that, or even like Uzi or that or whatever, then yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. I'm like most of her features when she's on like rappers that I like to um, as well. So if she was on, fuck, like I don't know who I've been listening to lately, but yeah, what if it's one of those features? But when she does like the R and B features, I don't really like it. But True. So yeah. you, have her, you have her in that kind of high dollar sign avenue where you don't like her songs personally, but if she's on a feature, you'll check it out type thing. Yeah, yeah. Like when she goes in it again, like I don't really even like her on when she does like the poppy features and that. But yeah, if it was like her and going on with someone else, I'd definitely, definitely check it out. So, you know. Yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to it uh, just to see what, what it's about. Because she has also been on maternity leave for... I think two years now. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see if she still has the same kind of bars or the same kind of style going forward. Cause now she's not only is she older, but at the same time too, you know, I'm, I would assume she probably has a different perspective now that she's a mom. So it would be interesting to see if she changes on that front or anything. Or if she's kind of immature. Sorry. Nikki's kind of immature. Yeah. So that's why I'm interested to see. Is she going to go for, like you said, chasing for a pop hit again, or is it going to be, more of like an introspective type song here so mm. i don't know well we'll see what happens but I, I'll, I'll definitely peep I'll, I'll give it a listen 
for sure. I, I definitely think, I don't know. I think if she's dropping, she also wants to still be famous and like blow up and that. So I just always see it. Like she always wants to be the number one rapper and that too. So I, I, I wouldn't see, I couldn't see her like doing some real introspective non-radio play type stuff. But we'll see. We'll see. I definitely, I don't know. I probably, I don't do enough to check her music out. Like if someone said it dropped, if I hear it, I hear it, but I, I never go out of my way anymore. Yeah. Well, the song with uh, Future that I mentioned between her t- her and Future is called Transform. You should definitely check that one out. That's hands yeah. down one of her best verses that I've ever heard from her. And that song is a fire in general. What's that? Her verse was the best too. And was it the Truffle or whatever? Oh, yeah. Truffle, um, truffle Butter. butter? Was, uh... Yeah. She had the best verse on that one to me yeah i guess yeah postured off of the song because wayne and drake are both saying they never smashed her yeah they're sipping her and then she's yeah exactly her verse yeah and her verse she kind of goes off of them so i can see that yeah i I never listened to that song actually because i remember yeah searching it up but i was like yo fuck i forgot that this was they were sipping but did nikki basically say they didn't like she was basically like being like yeah they haven't touched this shit yet it's too good type thing yeah, and she was. I think she was saying basically that they've never fucked and they never will fuck. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And they're basically begging her to be like, please let me fuck. Yeah, so, so something along those lines. Yeah. Not me, bro. You can catch me doing that. I would not be simping on track. Okay. Oh man. Let me drink your bath water. So you're saying you would simp? Is what you're saying, man? No, I wouldn't. Oh, okay. Not if I'm. Fan. I don't know why they're simping, man. Like I don't know. But your Drake or Wayne's? Well, like, not really. I don't know if it's. I don't know if we call it simping. It's more so them saying if they had a chance. <laughs> that's a, with, no. with Nicki Minaj. Even knowing who Drake is, like this, this, like Drake is a full-on real-life simp, though. Um, so that's why it makes the song different. <laughs> like you know, he's serious when he says that shit. Like, you could see him. Like there's one video where he's like looking at Nicki. Oh, dude, just, I love that video, and I love when it's oh on the internet because it, it, it's just so. It's so funny how like. He's kind of friend zoned in that video, and you could like strictly see it. But he's so yeah. off the molly that he thinks he's in the zone that he could get her. But and the same thing with like Rihanna and stuff too, and just like and then other niggas really you get Meek comes in and actually smashes in that like like you're the biggest rapper in the world and you're still getting friend zone like ASAP is in there and stuff like you know I I love Drake and stuff you know like there's a, a huge lame part in him too so it's just so funny to see that but uh. Yeah, to be fair, he was like 23 at the time, but yeah, it's funny because that video is so posture because the first part of the video is Wayne, who's like kind of flirting with Nikki, and he, he's doing it in such a hilarious <laughs> manner that like you just die laughing. You can tell this, like, on his front, there's like sexual tension. I don't know if Nikki's necessarily like, <laughs> giving it back because she's seriously trying to talk about contracts and like getting on the label and having a song, and like and Wayne's completely just making a joke out of it and kind of just flirting with her at, in that moment, and then. She goes to uh, Drake's room and he's got like hookah and all this shit. And like Drake's trying to get like really touchy and physical with her. But at the same time, you can see like Nikki's just like there as a friend. She's like, oh, give me yeah. a hug type shit. And like Drake like, gives her a hug, but he's like trying to feel on her at the same time too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> they're definitely fucked on Molly, but it's still hilarious. Yeah. He, he was definitely gone off of a bean at that point. No, uh, not me. <laughs> but I'm built different. I'm built different. <laughs> No, I just wouldn't let that happen. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't trip. I feel like Drake gets stuck on girls that he can't get. All right. On to, another, on to another light skin. Uh, last topic of the podcast as well, too. Jake Cole, you know, he's dropping yeah. his album Friday. We did talk about this last week. But since then, there has been a lot more things that have popped up about Cole. Uh, did you watch the documentary that he happened to drop? Uh, uh, Jake Cole's? Yeah. 
No, man. Unless I was trying to go to bed. I'm not trying to fucking Oh, yeah. I forgot, I, forgot, I forgot you don't really fuck with him like that. So. Oh, this nigga a lot. I'm going to watch a documentary about him. Like, I'd rather watch David Attenborough and like, no, absolutely not. It was eye-opening. It kind of got me a little bit more excited for the for the album. Because like you, like you said last week, I don't know what to expect from Cole. So I wasn't really super hyped about this. But the documentary kind of changed my mind because now... About what was it? Well, he says he's in a mindset where he was complacent before and, you know, for this album, he wanted to do something where he's more hungry again and he wants to push himself to limits that he hasn't done before. So it's more so about him looking at his legacy and being like, am I happy with what I've done in the rap game? Like, if my career were to end today, would I be fine with it? And he tells himself, no, he wouldn't be. He wants to still do more. He still wants to rap at a high level. So this whole album from what he said in the documentary is basically him just being more, sorry, being less complacent and being more hungry to put out uh, dope music. And, and we have seen it in the past with his features that he's done in 2019. He went on a huge feature run where every feature that he was on, he was killing it. And he talked about that in the documentary saying that that's the thing that kind of sparked him as well too, because he realized that, Hey, in his career, he hadn't done many features and he decided that, to put himself in an uncomfortable position to be able to grow. He was like, I'm going to say yes to people who are asking me for features. So that's what he did. And he started popping off on the songs that he ended up uh, getting featured on. So now I'm a little bit more hyped because I see that he does have some kind of a hunger for doing this and he's back in that mode. So I'm, I do kind of want to see what he has coming out for the album. But today the track list actually came out. And the funny thing about that is I saw no features. There's another the song today. Oh, like the, the track list came out. Yeah, and I saw no oh. features on the track list. So oh like, my god! Is this gonna be another? Maybe it's not a real one. Just him? No, it's, it's he put it out himself. It's real. No. And I'm like, is this gonna be him just rapping again with no features? Because if that's the case, I'm not really that now. Now I'm kind of like back to the to the main part where I'm like, I don't know if I necessarily want to hear this because I do want to see you rap your ass off for sure, but I also want to see you do different things. And part of doing different things is adding different people onto your album i don't want to see you do another album Fucking with no different features. beats man holy fuck well, that... the producer side he does have different producers so on the producer side let me pull it up real quick because he does have a lot Bro. of different producers on there okay but that and that interlude so the out the beat was like fire too j cole ruined it like if i get like jay or someone else over it I, I, it always plays i'm like i forget that i even have it on my playlist and then i'm like oh this kind of like this can go and then J. Cole gets over and it's fucking snooze fast and I get narcolepsy and fall asleep behind the wheel. Like, he's just so boring. Um, I'm not excited at all. And that that uh, song made me even less excited. When I first heard the beat, I was like, yeah, this is dope. I would check out if he got him some features and went over some, like, non-J. Cole stuff. Like, we'd get him with different rappers, some variety. And, like, I think that's part of being a good rapper is being able to hold your own on, like, any, with any type of beat that, like, Kendrick and Jay-Z can do. Like, they can hop on some super super hood shit or like some really like elegant like beat as well and j cole's just so like non-dynamic and it's just frustrating i don't even understand why people like that's part of being great is being able to like get on all these different types of songs like jay-z when he had that run would always hop on no matter what like rick ross when he had the hood miami shit like little wayne and all that and that's what put him on the next level and people want to put cole on that level but it's not even close and he's I going think, down. I think and he's down. in. I think he's in that realm. No, he definitely is no, one of the greatest rappers to touch a mind. No, did you see? Did you see the freestyle that he did recently? I mean, he's Eminem to me. He was. 
Eminem hops on the Eminem's two. Eminem's one of the greatest, though. Eminem's one of the greatest. Yeah, exactly. But like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I can say people. I know people love Jay Cole. So oh, okay. I don't so give a just... fuck where they personally stand to people. But like, there, it just you, you didn't do anything for me. That's, that's what, what we care so about. You, so you weren't a fan of Interlude because I also wasn't a fan of Interlude. One of my boys was trying to get me to be like hyped about. It. He's like, "Bro, I love the track." And I was like, "I just personally didn't really think it was. It's an for one, it's an interlude, so it was only really fifty seconds of him rapping." And in the 50 seconds, I really didn't hear much where I was like, man, I need to check this album out immediately. It, yeah. it was just more so like, you know, cool bars. Like, that was pretty much it. I, I, I don't know. Like, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, I was even listening, like, Jayco's always got this certain crowd, and Hillary's definitely one of those people who are in it, and like, like, even, even she, even she was like, I'm not fucking with this. Like, if you don't get the girl, like the hip-hop girls, then if Jayco's losing that, then it's over for him, because that's a big part of his audience and that and she was feeling it less quicker than or not feeling it even quicker than i was i gave it a chance to listen to it a couple of times look it out the beats fire but um the song no bueno well i mean that's one j cole female i'm just, stand that, out of, I'm just out of, i got my ear to the female streets so <laughs> just saying i i, I <laughs> speak that language that goes across the board for <laughs> the i speak entire, that language the entire, <laughs> <laughs> the entire female population <laughs> whatever she says is, is what females do yeah, you woman you, no penis there you okay like it's good so um all right well, let me read up this track list though real quick because these are the producers because it is it is important because they it's definitely different than what he's done in the past so he's got timbaland he's got boy wonder he's got dj dahi jake one frank dukes hey beast manish w10 or wu10 uh yeah. Sasuki or Sakuki, Coleman, Tommy Parker, Mario, Luciano, T minus, and then of course J. Cole is also producing on his own album. Uh, so I'm assuming I mean, a lot of these are probably like, you know, guys who are just touching up songs. They're not necessarily making the beats. Um, yeah. but it is interesting to see he's got Boy Wonder on there and Timbaland. Those are pretty two, two pretty big ones. And Frank Deuce also a pretty big one as well, too. Uh, obviously he's worked with T minus in the past, so we kind of know what to expect there, but. It's interesting. I think there will be some different songs there for sure. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not a, a producer list. Never really gets me that fired up, especially for a musician. I don't really care for that much. So I just I've I've given up a long time on Cole. Usually, <laughs> I mean, I still spin it through though because there's always one or two songs I really, really, really like, and then the rest album I have no care for at all. I'm like, this is a snooze fest. So I usually do listen just because. He has one or two songs that are like slap really hard, but yeah, just so fucking milk and vanilla and boring to me. I will never fully understand how the guy is that as big as he is. Um, go go you know listen I mean? to the freestyle because that kind of changed my no, mind. No, I, I saw it too. And I know he can rap, but I just don't. And like after I turn a freestyle off, it's like dope. But I don't go and check freestyles up like <laughs> repeatedly. And then like it's nice to watch like on a clip. Be like, yo, he kills this. I saw it. He he always kills it, but. I just meant like over, like making a song that I don't know, but my music taste has always been different from what Cole's produced and stuff too. So I'm the wrong person to ask. But for Fair me, enough. you know, for me, seeing the boy wonder thing has kind of got me a little bit more excited. Timbaland too. I'd like to see what he does on a Timbaland beat. So yeah, definitely listen to the boy wonder one and um, a couple other things. Oh, but also hard though. I have followed boy wonder on on. Instagram, he's huge anti-vax. I'm like, yeah, I cannot. I cannot. Fuck, man. <laughs> like, this, Yo, like, shout outs. 
Oh That's my, my god. So, no, okay, my god, okay. I never know. I don't want to know personal things about people ever again. Isn't he, he's from like Africa too? Uh, uh I don't know where it's back on. No, he's he's sure, he's sure back on his Jamaican. I'm pretty sure he's from Jamaica. I think I swear he said because he said in one of the comments, like, bro, like you have the vaccine because he came, he's like He's like, that's different because it was like a rabies one or like whatever you got like 20 years ago. I saw one of his comments. It is I guess different, from though. He's not lying. Oh, okay, well, we'll see. You should not get those vaccines. <laughs> Anyways, what the point is, fuck, I'll still listen to his music, but he's a goof. And that's that. All right, and I think that'll do it for episode 89 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Thank you guys again for listening. Uh, if you can, be sure to like rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. What do you want to say? I've got some big news here. I'm not going to drop it yet. I know you're going to make fun of me, and other people will too. But I've been working on on something, and it's coming. So you can laugh at me when... That is the most cryptic shit I've ever heard in my life. Give us a hint on what the fuck it is. You can just drop that I've been working on it for like months now. Um, is it a some, pers- is it personal project? Is this some collaboration? Yeah, it's more? it's it's a personal collaboration. I've been working on it personally, and I've got some people joining in on it and stuff too. And a direction you guys wouldn't wouldn't think Gabe would be going, but he is. actually, you know, what you might think it's a direction you would think I'm going on, but you're gonna clown me, and other people are gonna clown me. But is it work related or no? It's, it's nothing work related. and it's it's personal. It's both. Like I'm your boy wants to make money off of it. But, so you're starting uh, an OnlyFans, clearly. Oh, uh, maybe, so baby. Well, you guys are gonna have to wait and see. <laughs> follow, follow my Instagram for more. The J at the end. You know why I have it that way. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, I'll be, I'll be announcing some news in a couple weeks. I'm looking to announce. Yeah, them. I'm strolling around. Like I'll be some. Yeah, you. Oh, what? You're not the only one who can do media, buddy. Okay. I'm not doing. I'm not doing the media you're doing. I don't want to do your media. I'm the most progressive man alive. <laughs> if that's your media, you can stick to that media. Bro. I'm gonna change the world. <laughs> oh man, I'm actually gonna become a dating coach. No, I'm just kidding. Now that you brought up OnlyFans, I kind of wanted to talk about it because never mind. I'm. I'm, I'm well, okay, I'm, yeah, off air. Let's, let's keep it off air. All right, okay. uh, that'll do it. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.